Hello, Radio Land. You are listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. I'm your host, Rosie James, and I'm joined here today with my lovely co-hosts, Sarah Hudock Jeffrey and Nick Clintworth. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're going to get started in just a second. You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. you guys as always if you ever have any comments that you would like to share with us feel free to give us a call our number is 803-576-9872 that's 803-576-WUSC if you can't reach us on the phone feel free to reach out on the web you can find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching WUSC news if you need to get in touch with the station the numbers are same but the handles are different you can get in contact with the station by searching WUSC FM on Facebook Instagram and Twitter what a fun time what a fun time well with that we're gonna jump right in to anything can happen Monday Yes, so today I'm going to be talking about the new Joker movie. So I don't know if you guys remember, uh, if you were listening when I talked about the Joker last time, it was a few Mondays ago, but I was certainly interested in how the controversy surrounding the trailers would affect the movie and how people would react once the movie was actually released. So if you're listening, you don't know about the Joker controversy. Basically, the trailers generated lots of controversy because people thought this new portrayal of the Joker made him seem like an incel who was beaten down by society and used violence to empower himself. Critics fear that this story would embolden young men who feel like they've been excluded and wronged to use violence in the form of shootings, and they felt like this type of story shouldn't be told in our current climate. Opposers claim that films do not have a responsibility to be moral teachers, but instead serve by holding a mirror to society. And others said that this is a film about a fictional character, and it isn't that deep, essentially. According to Metacritic.com, the movie is the number two most discussed movie of 2019. So according to Vox News, a standalone origin story of the Joker, directed by Todd Phillips, grossed about 90, $93.5 million in the U.S. in its opening weekend, and a total of $234 million worldwide. Additionally, it broke the record for October domestic openings, beating Venom, which was a huge hit in 2018. Also had the fourth biggest opening for rated R film worldwide following Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and It. So we see that the movie did very well, but was there any truth behind the critics' claims? According to USA Today, the military and FBI issued warnings for the Joker movie release due to some disturbing discussion on the dark web, but they found no credible evidence of a specific threat. In July of 2012, 12 people were killed and 70 were injured during a screening of The Dark Knight in a theater in Aurora, Colorado, after which the Warner Bros. donated $2 million to the victims and their survivors. Before the opening night, October 4th, the family members of these victims sent a letter to Warner Bros. expressing their concern about the Joker movie and asking the corporation to stop giving political contributions to candidates who, quote, take money from the NRA and vote against gun reform. The movie was not played at this theater in Aurora. Furthermore, the, N- the New York Police Department stationed officers at some theaters in Huntington Beach, California. Two screenings were shut down. Um, sorry, two screenings were shut down after officers were notified of a credible threat that connected to the movie. But the screenings resumed the next day. Additionally, in New York City, there was a man who clapped loudly during violent scenes and spat on patrons, so he was removed from the theater. However, in general, the opening weekend did not see any incitements of real-life violence. 
For critics, there were mixed reviews. On Metacritic.com, the average score given by movie critics was a 59, and I'm going to read a couple of reviews that stood out to me. So the first review I'm going to read uh, was Jim Devjoda from IGN Entertainment, which is a source where critics share opinions about games and entertainment. He gave a 100 to Joker and said... Featuring a riveting, fully realized, and Oscar-worthy performance by by Joaquin Phoenix, Joker would work just as well as an engrossing character study without any of its DC Comics tappings. That it just so happens to be a brilliant Batman Universe movie is icing on the Batfan cake. You will likely leave Joker feeling like I did, unsettled and ready to debate the film for years to come. Myra MacDonald from the Seattle Times gave a score of 63 and said, But while Phoenix is always more than watchable, parentheses, his scary Fred Astaire dance moves, born from Arthur's habit of watching old movies with his mother, are both mesmerizing and disturbing. Joker really has nowhere to go. Its characters are one-note cartoony, but fun is the last thing on this movie's mind. It's all despair, from its opening scenes on downwards. Movies certainly have the right, indeed the job, to explore all elements of the world they seek to reflect, including the very darkest. But Joker, aside from Phoenix, brings nothing new to the shadows, just elegantly filmed gunfire and blood, things we've seen before and all too often. So those are what those two critics think. You know, I thought it was good to kind of represent both sides of the spectrum. And to finish off, um, interestingly, the audience was 64% male and 66% under 35. So, you know, it, has a, it was very successful with the young male demographic, which I think is going to definitely increase the likelihood of edgy standalone movies being produced, especially dark DC villains. So it'll be interesting to see if more stories are going to come out or more movies are going to come out that are just as edgy and dark as this one. So, Nick, what do you think about this? Uh, I'm so happy you asked. I, uh, <laughs> I love it, actually. Uh, obviously, um, I fall into that category of young men who uh, loved it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy that it didn't involve Batman as, like, a, I don't know, as, like, a part of the story that, like, made a significant like change in it or anything i mean uh with spoilers by the way i'm sorry spoiler alert for everybody <laughs> who's listening but yes uh, we are going to be we both watched the movie and so we are going to be discussing it there might be some spoilers what we talk about just a warning <laughs> yeah just a warning um uh so basically uh bruce wayne was in it as a kid but other than that he doesn't really have much to do it's more of his family but um yeah i enjoyed it a lot i loved it just because I don't know. Uh, the one of the one of the reviews you read uh, said that it just showed stuff that we've already talked about and seen before, like darkness and sadness and all this other stuff. But I don't think it's quite like that because it. I've never seen something like like the actions depicted in the movie uh, brought so realistically uh, to you know life in the movie screen and you know Joaquin Phoenix portrayed that character very very well so mm. i don't know i enjoyed it very yeah. much i also enjoyed it um i wasn't really knowing what to expect when i went i, I saw it friday night with some friends and yeah i, I had no idea what to expect because i had read all about the controversy around it and i mean there was like that thought in the back of my mind like oh no like you know what what if there is some sort of threat going on so i'm really glad to know that you know no one no actual violence was incited except for that one guy who clapped during the violent scenes i really yeah. don't know what happened with that that's kind of strange but um you know besides that there really wasn't 
any violence or anything, which, you know, I feel like we kind of we kind of predicted that when we first talked about it. Like, you know, we we thought that, you know, I think we came to the conclusion that the film is about a fictional character and we did not think that it was going to incite any actual kind of violence. So I'm glad that we were right and I'm glad that that did not happen. Um, and then to the, going back to the movie itself, you know, I am personally really, I, I'm really glad to see that it's done so well. And I also agree, like, we've all seen the Batman movies. We've all seen The Dark Knight, you know, all that whole trilogy. We, we know the story of Batman. We know his origin story. So for me, it was super interesting to get a perspective on his origin story from the perspective of the Joker, like this was kind of a, a something that we haven't really seen mm-hmm. um, with the franchise. And you know, I'm a big comic book fan, but uh, mostly for Marvel. I've never, I never really got into DC comics or anything like that. And usually, I don't really like the DC movies that have yeah, been produced. I haven't really liked any of them except for you know, The Dark Knight, which what you know. Yeah, that that was just a great, great trilogy, and I loved, I loved Heath Leather, Heath, Heath, <laughs> Led, Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. I thought that was the best portrayal of the Joker thus far. So I'm curious, um, what do you think of Heath Leather, Heath Ledger's portrayal versus Joaquin Phoenix's? So it's funny you asked. I, uh, I actually, uh, well, I'm sorry to go back the DC movies. I absolutely hated it. I, like my opinion, I absolutely hated the DC movies. Yeah, uh, you know, like <laughs> the was it the Batman versus Superman? I didn't even I mean, watch that. Yeah, I didn't I, even watch it. I watched parts of it. And <laughs> I watched like Superman, and you know, I like the characters, but the plot itself was just terrible in my opinion. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. So yesterday, after watching the Joker movie, I actually went and somebody made clips on YouTube of like each joker that has been played not the old ones like jack nicholson or anything Mm -hmm. it was heath ledger jared leto and um joaquin phoenix interesting yeah and it's just like it's literally like four minutes but it's like just clips of comparing them basically um somebody commented and said that uh heath ledger was more demonic and uh joaquin phoenix was more uh like Sadness around it, despair, yeah. and then yeah, uh, I would agree with that. everybody was basically just roasting Jared Leto. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I mean, think I, I didn't even ask about Jared Leto because like I don't think anyone could argue that he was the best Joker. No, no, nobody. <laughs> no could. offense to him. Um, I did see some articles when I was doing research about how Jared Leto does not like the new Joker movie. Mm, he does I saw not, those too. He does yeah. not like the new portrayal. Um, and it's like I don't th- I don't know anyone who considers yeah. him to be the best Joker. So well, I don't that's blame it, him. Like, yeah. <laughs> Literally, he, <laughs> I don't know. His, His portrayal was very different. Him. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. you guys ever saw Suicide Squad, um, whoever is listening, but he portrayed the Joker, I feel like, to be more of a gangster, like a mobster type mm-hmm. character, with which he was He was dark. You know, he w- had this kind of abusive relationship with Harley Quinn. Just like, there was just no, his character was just not dynamic to me at all. There was yeah. no back and forth. There was no, like, you know, good side, bad side, mm-hmm. it conflicting, which I feel like, you know, uh, I think Heath Ledger did a great did a great job with that, but I think Joaquin Phoenix does the best job of giving the Joker a very well-rounded character, personally. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you sympathize with him the whole time, you know? I mean, I, I don't know about you, but for me, you know, it's 
it you you watch him you're like you feel really bad for him mm-hmm. you know you you definitely have a lot of empathy and sympathy for him and so you, you know and whenever he starts resorting to violence you feel all this internal conflict because it's like oh why do I still feel bad yeah, for this dude yeah. who's literally killing people like yes. it's <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it, it's it's you terrible you question yourself mentally yeah it's it's yeah and it really it really messes with your brain for sure um, yeah. um not to say that Jared Leto like one have been a good Joker. Uh, he just didn't get a lot of screen time, and the Joker he played was cool. But I don't know. He was he was kind of <laughs> like a I guess a gangster. He was he was a cool Joker. Yeah, it was, it was just, cool. I I don't know. I would have liked yeah. that much of a part in the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. So it just wasn't like I didn't want to like. He was more like unrealistic to me. Uh, Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix uh, had more screen time. So mm-hmm. they were able to like release like some more of the character and show some more emotion and um yeah, it was just more interesting that that way and then uh yeah, I love I I, I don't know. The, for a first solo like Joker movie, this was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great turning point for DC. Mm-hmm. I bet they're happy, you know. <laughs> um and uh was it who's the the guy from Twilight? The guy from Twilight is uh, um, going to be hired as the new. He's hired as the new Batman. Who, who is it? The oh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he really? Yeah, he is. So he's I did be, not hear about. Yeah, that. so I'm interested to see. Like he's super dark too. So like, uh, although I didn't watch the Twilight series, like it's still sick because like, I don't know. It'll be it'll it'll be so cool. But oh, what doesn't make sense to me is that he's ginger and the Bruce Wayne in the kids series was. Was had black hair. Robert Pattinson has brown hair. He does. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't don't trust my sources, guys. Cool. Um. Oh oh uh yeah um so let's actually switch the convo uh to the Georgia game, which was amazing. Uh, USC won twenty to seventeen, off of a missed field goal by Georgia. Uh, I don't know if you guys were watching, but I was and listening on the radio, and you know, I uh, I'm not ashamed to say that I screamed and was happy <laughs> about it. So, yeah, um, not much to say except for defense was amazing, uh, offense uh, was doing great, except for the you know Helensky and uh, Edwards injury. Edwards, I believe, came back. Uh, Helensky did not. I have not heard an update about Helensky's uh, Helensky's knee. Maybe you have, Rosie. Helensky has a sprained knee, and he will be he should be back on to playing this weekend. Okay, well there you go, Rosie, with the positive attitude right there in the news. Uh, or <laughs> must champ and Rosie combining for the positive <laughs> attitude, and um, yeah, so Helensky uh, will be back. Thank gosh, because I love him. So uh, yeah. Uh, basically took down number three team in the nation. Uh, gave us hope again, and we have the yeah knock on wood. And the Florida game is coming up. It's going to be twelve o'clock game, afternoon oh. game, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I already requested my ticket, so I'm going to go yep. see it. Uh, I uh, I'm excited. 
I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm sure as all USC students, all Gamecock fans are all elated about the win over Georgia. You know, I certainly was not expecting it. So it was a very pleasant surprise, you know, to hear about. And um, I saw on the Gamecock um or no, it was on the UGA athletics page that there's I, this one guy commented like, you know what, we were out coached and outplayed, so I can't even be mad about this. So you know what, I'm proud of us, proud of the Gamecocks. Where did you find that comment? All I saw was hate. <laughs> what, saw it was hate. one positive comment in a sea of like negativity. Fans, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, so one important thing to note about this weekend, if y'all are planning on parking in the fairgrounds, because the fair is still happening, they're not allowing any tailgating. Ooh, so wow. if that's where you normally have your tailgate, I'm sorry. Or if that's <laughs> normally not where you have your tailgate and you were hoping to tailgate... Still sorry, but if you do have a ticket to the game, they are, I believe, still letting uh, people in to the fair for free. I know it's before the game. Cannot remember if it's after the game or not. But 150th anniversary of the fair, lot going on. You have that 150-foot tall Ferris wheel that's brand new. Have done the math, though. I did ride it. Um, I don't know if it's worth it. It costs about $10 a person to ride. $10 a person. So is that if the fare is free, so the fare wheel is still not free? Well, I mean, you've always had to pay. You know, Even if you get free admission, you always have to pay for your food and your ride separately. Oh, But okay. it is very, if you want to ride this, it is air-conditioned. It's 150 feet tall. Um Air conditioned is a good perk. For I sure. did get a little bit chilly. I'll be honest; it was like some pretty wow. strong air conditioning. <laughs> um, but you can't use the same ride tickets you use for every other ride for the Ferris wheel. It is you have to buy certain special tickets for this new Ferris wheel. But there are, I believe, three. So if you don't want to ride this one, you have other options. There's also a double decker carousel that's new this year. Um, new food we have going on is the double dog corn dog. Double dog. Wow. So it's two hot dogs fried sounds, together. Sounds like a dream come true, baby. Uh, all I need is a funnel cake. Uh, if you, you guys don't want to go on the Ferris wheel, you know, get a funnel cake, maybe some fried Oreos, do it South Kakalaki style. And Speaking then of, of, of funnel cakes, for the birthday of the Rocket and the 150th birthday of the fair, they have birthday cake funnel cakes. So instead of powdered sugar, they're replacing it with icing and sprinkles. Wow. That sounds amazing. Okay. <laughs> I think it's either going to be fabulous or really gross. Okay, you've convinced me. You've convinced me to go to the fair. You know, I, I'm from Charleston where the fair there is, they pretty much had the same rides in Columbia. So I was like, yeah, I've seen it. I've done it. But you know what? Specifically for the birthday and for that funnel cake, I might just go. Uh, if you really <laughs> love the rocket, every day around 545, you can go and sing happy birthday to the rocket. It lights up. It's decorated mm-hmm. for the fair. Really cute if you haven't seen it. Um, the sand castle, um, if you haven't been, there's a giant sand sculpture. It's decorated for the 100, or it's themed in 150. And the South Carolina, the U.S. Postal Service is even coming out with special edition 150-year stamps wow. for the fair. Amazing. Can you tell I've talked about this a lot? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you just you know you don't even have any notes in front of you right I now. Know. You're just you're killing it. <laughs> I th- this past week I cannot express to you how much I have talked and researched there. Um, it's great though. I've been um, three times, two times, three times so far um, for work, not for fun, but still. I mean, if you have to go do some go on site for work, what better place than the fair? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's a great time. <laughs> Um, well, that is all the time that we have for today. As always, feel free to reach out online on our socials. We have Facebook and Instagram, or sorry, Facebook and Twitter, WUSC News, and the stations on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WUSC FM. This has been Cockadoodle News on WUSC. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 p.m.